Alright everybody, what's going on? It's Casey back with another brand new episode of the VIP Horror Podcast. I'm joined by the love of my life, Melissa. And we're going to be talking about Halloween Kills. Uh, obviously, Halloween Kills was released this past Friday, October 15th. Um, it was available in theaters and it was also available for streaming on Peacock, of all places. And it's already smashed records just on Thursday night showing and Friday night. So, don't really know what the actual box office numbers are going to be, but they are looking pretty massive. So, anyways, the thing with the Halloween movies, a lot of people are always confused with the timelines, yourself included. Yes, exactly. Um, it's hard to keep up with the timelines. Um, if you notice, if when movies come out, if they don't like the direction the sequels are going, they can just forget those sequels happen and act like they're in the alternate reality. That's what happened with the Terminator movies. The newest Terminator movie, Dark Fate, completely erased every single Terminator movie except the first two. And I think that was awesome that they did that. It's kind of how it is with the Halloween movies. You, you go Halloween, Halloween 2, and for years... Halloween 3 uh, was just an anthology part. had nothing to do with Michael Myers. Then Halloween 4, the return of Michael Myers, had Jamie Lloyd. Uh, she was a little girl, Danielle Harris. Now that timeline went Halloween 4, Halloween 5, and Halloween Curse of Michael Myers. Well then, after Curse of Michael Myers, which was 1995, Halloween H2O came out. Remember that? I do. I do remember that one. Okay, well, Halloween H2O, at the time when it came out, I was 12 years old. So I was kind of confused when watching it. I'm like, well, what happened to the Curse of Thorn? What happened to, the, you know, Danielle Harris? Like, I was so confused. We'll see. Halloween H2O erased Halloween 4, 5, and Curse of Michael Myers. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So Halloween H2O and Halloween Resurrection are a direct sequel to Halloween 1 and 2. They erase 4, 5, and Curse of Mike Myers. So, of course, Rob Zombie's movies has nothing to do with the original timeline. Neither are going to throw that one out there. They're a remake on their own. And me, personally, I think Rob Zombie butchered Michael Myers. <laughs> I was just telling you that while yeah. I was watching Halloween Kills. I'm just like... You know, honestly, Rob Zombie's Halloween's, <laughs> they left a bad taste in my mouth. I, I, uh, that's another conversation. So anyways, with Halloween 2018, it erases all Halloween movies except the very first one. So that means Halloween 2 and 1981, even though it's the same night as Halloween 1978 where... Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis is getting attacked in the hospital and getting stalked by Michael Myers and all that. All that was erased. So Halloween 2018 picks up right where Halloween 1, 1978 takes place. Michael Myers was apprehended. They described that in Halloween 2018. When Halloween kills, they show how Michael... Spoiler alert... <laughs> They show how Michael Myers got apprehended. They tell you everything. And I thought, I, I mean, remember me telling you, I thought that was so cool mm -hmm. how they did that. And they even had a nod to Donald Pleasance, a.k.a. 
the guy who's played Dr. Loomis in all the early Halloween movies. Um, it was pretty cool. I mean, it's just crazy what they can do with CGI and making Dr. Loomis actually look like Donald Pleasance. But the point that I'm trying to get with Halloween Kills, it picks off, picks up right where Halloween 2018 ends off. Um, it's the same night, Halloween 2018, 40 years later after Halloween 1978. So now that we got everybody caught up... <laughs> On everything, including myself, including yourself. <laughs> now that we're all caught up, let's get into the actual Halloween kills. Uh, me personally, this movie was a thrill ride. It definitely was. It was suspenseful. It wasn't. I wouldn't say it was scary by any mm, means. No, but... definitely wasn't horror related. I mean, there are horror aspects to it. Obviously, mm-hmm. there's a few parts that would make somebody somebody jump, but I I consider this more of it's a horror because, I mean, the kills were by far the most yeah. brutal out of any Halloween yeah. movie. I mean, a slasher movie to its finest. Yeah, I mean, this, yeah, I don't know. This probably takes the cake on a lot of kills if you think about, like, mm-hmm. I mean, Jason's always had a very creative kill. Freddy's always been very very creative because he's in your dreams. Michael Myers has always been very creative, but I feel like this was the most brutal we've seen Michael Myers. Mm-hmm. Some of the kills that he did were almost to the level of Jason Voorhees, like very creative. Yeah, he wasn't holding anything back when he was doing his kills. No, I mean he was going full force. I mean it, it's it was it was I mean it was gory. Yeah, <laughs> it was it was pretty bad. It was pretty bad to say the least. In a good least. way. In a good way, yeah. Um, but the cool thing I liked about Halloween Kills. And now you watching Halloween 2018. Mm-hmm. There was little bits and pieces that if you did not pay attention to the very, you know, Halloween 2018, you would have not caught in Halloween Kills. Um, from the mental patient that was at the very beginning of Halloween 2018, he had a big spot in Halloween Kills. Uh, the 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 two couples that was in Halloween 2018 that was getting in the car, the doctor and the nurse. Where Michael Myers looked at them, they had a big part in Halloween Kills. Like, mm-hmm. it's so cool to see how many little small pieces in Halloween 2018 gets connected in Halloween Kills. Like, you could tell they really thought this out. Yeah, and that the one with the little boy too that was doing the interview. It, in yep, Halloween the Kills. interview. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the boy that was uh being babysitted. Yeah. By, uh, Laurie Strode's. Uh, granddaughter, mm-hmm. I thought that was pretty cool that they interviewed him and you saw him on the TV in the background at the bar. So like they like the people that had big spots in Halloween 2018, they had little spots in Halloween Kills, but the people that had little spots in Halloween 2018 had huge spots in Halloween Kills. Right. So it's pretty cool how they done that. Um, the the only thing that I really felt like really hurt Halloween kills and me and you was talking about this tonight. You never saw Jamie Lee Curtis and Michael Myers have any interaction in Halloween kills. Now, obviously her daughter, Karen and her granddaughter did, Mm -hmm. but that was it. But I kind of felt like, 
kind of felt like the Strodes took a back seat to this movie. Yeah, which I was surprised by, especially, well, first and foremost, I recommend watching them in order. <laughs> yes, definitely. I went backwards, um, but especially since they, the whole premise in 2000, Halloween 2018 was Laurie saying, he's after me, he wants me, and then they don't even cross paths in Halloween Kills, Halloween kills at all. So for them to make such a big predicament over it, in 2018, I agree with you. It was almost shocking that they didn't like they did not even cross paths one bit. No, they didn't. And, and you know, it's crazy when you sit here and think about that. But the problem is with Halloween Kills is a problem that a lot of movies face when you have a trilogy. Now, obviously, these are straight sequels to the very first Halloween, 1978. So. This is technically the third one in the franchise, mm -hmm. but this is technically the second one in the new sequels. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay, so when you have the second one, just like Star Wars, mm -hmm. very first Star Wars, then you have Empire Strikes Back, and then you have Return of the Jedi. The Empire Strikes Back always felt like a setup for the third one. It always felt like a setup. It never felt like it was, you know, there was nothing big added to the story. That's kind of like how Halloween Kills felt. Same with Child's Play, the Chucky movies. Mm -hmm. You had the first one, and then the second one was good, but it felt like it was just kind of a filler leading up to the third one. This is how Halloween Kills felt. It felt like it was setting up for Halloween Ends, which is supposed to be the end, obviously, by the title. Halloween Kills definitely felt like it was setting up for that. But don't take away from the fact that the movie was awesome. It was. It, it was a thrill ride from start to finish. Uh, from the time that Michael Myers got out of the burning house and started killing the firefighters, I mean, you was glued to the TV. Um, from anywhere from the town coming together to jump Michael Myers mm -hmm. and finally put it into him. I mean, I you never... Like, to me, Halloween Kills put Michael Myers in a lot of situations even past sequels that they've never put Michael Myers in. Yeah, and I think to speak to that, it shows, too, how powerful he's become yes. with how much they, or how many different scenarios they had him face as far as people coming after him. Because mm -hmm. he, he was relentless, and, I mean, again, spoiler alert, but is still alive. We'll just put it that way. <laughs> yeah, and I love... Like how towards the end of the movie, they started talking about describing him as pure evil mm -hmm. and that the more he kills, the more he transcends to not being immortal. Mm -hmm. So like how people talk about how Michael Myers is sort of like this Jason Voorhees era where he's like an unstoppable killing machine. Mm -hmm. That's kind of what Michael Myers is starting to become. And that's kind of what they're explaining him as in this movie, that he's starting to become supernatural. Mm -hmm. Which is pretty cool in a lot of aspects because, let's be real, any even in Halloween 2018, even in Halloween, the very first one, he got shot six times by Dr. Loomis, still lived. Mm -hmm. Same with uh, Halloween 2018, look how many times he got shot, still lived. Yeah. Like, they, they really played the aura that he is the boogeyman. Mm -hmm. Boogeyman doesn't die. Yeah. But the thing that really interested me towards the end of the movie is they said that brute force will not kill Michael Myers. 
So it makes you wonder, how are they going to kill him? Like, obviously Halloween ends is supposed to be the end, but are they going to kill him? Right. Like, you just pretty well, much... You, the cliffhanger. It that's, is. That's what keeps you coming back for more. And, and the way that Halloween Kills ended was shocking, to say the least. I was not expecting it. They still had me perplexed. Like, I I mean, I can't... I'm not one to be able to predict most movie endings, but I would not have predicted how that one ended by any means. Neither would I. Um, him butchering up Karen at the end, I did not see that coming. Yeah. But you got to think in mind, Halloween 4... At the end of that, Danielle Harris, a.k.a. Jamie Lloyd, mm-hmm. she stabbed her stepmom and like was going to be the new Michael Myers. Well, when Halloween 5 came out, they wrote it in the story, but made it look like they fixed it where she wasn't going to be the killer. So they've done that in previous Halloween movies before where they've twisted the ending. Like Halloween 5, Michael Myers escaped with... Thorn bailing him out of jail or blowing up the police Hatfield Police Department, killing everybody. Halloween 5, they never really described anything. He was just with the drones, the druids, or whatever you want to call them. Um, so it's not impossible for them not to like cha- alter the script or change things, but mm-hmm. the way that they're staying so tight to the bolt with this from 2018 to straight into Halloween Kills. Like, mm-hmm. they didn't miss no beats. They didn't have no loopholes, didn't have no, you know, open, like, holes in the movie. Like, okay, well, I, this doesn't make sense. That doesn't make sense. No, they tied everything up completely. Yeah. yeah. So... And I could definitely tell that even without having seen Halloween 2018. Until afterwards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, it, it's kind of like, it's kind of weird. So I don't, I don't know the whole Karen thing, him killing Karen at the end. I was not expecting that, but the way that he said, or the way she said that Michael Myers looked out the window mm-hmm. and he was looking at his reflection, looking at his reflections. And no matter what, he's always there. Like when you think about where the hell did he come from to kill her right at the end? Yeah. Cause he was nowhere near. So it, it's just, and how did he know she was up there? Yeah. It's like, there's so many like, questions to be answered which i'm sure they're going to be answered in halloween Mm -hmm. ends um i did i mean anybody that looks up anything on halloween kills they they literally have stuff that says halloween kills uh ending explained because there's so many people that do not understand the ending me and you are are on that same transit you know what i mean (laughs) probably as soon as we get done doing this episode we're probably going to go look up and see what it says about the ending. Yeah. Uh, but regardless, Halloween Kills was definitely a thrill ride. Like, it kept you on the edge of your seat. You were completely entertained mm-hmm. from start to finish. I like little nods that they did towards Halloween 3, 1982 Halloween 3. That mm-hmm. didn't even have involvement of Michael Myers. The nods that they had was the mask where they killed, where Michael Myers killed those people and he put them on the the swing thing and they all had the mask that was from Halloween three. That's the cool thing about some of these Halloween or these new Halloween trilogy is that they're paying homages to certain Halloween movies. Like Jamie Lee Curtis even mentioned something in there. Yep. That's the curse of Michael Myers. So like they, they throw little Easter eggs in there that hardcore fans will catch. Yeah. But you know, I told you this. And I think everybody will agree with me. 
with Halloween Ends coming out, I think they need to put Daniel Harris in it. Yeah. I liked your thought process on that one. I liked where you were going. I mean, because that's when she first debuted was in Halloween 4, Return of Michael Myers. This is going to be Halloween Ends, which is going to be the fourth in this new trilogy, which Mm -hmm. is going to be the fourth. You know, it makes perfect sense. She's been as in as many mo- Halloween movies as Jamie Lee Curtis. She's been in Halloween 4, Halloween 5, Rob Zombie's Halloween, and Rob Zombie's Halloween 2. Four Halloween movies. Jamie Lee Curtis, okay? Halloween uh, 1978, Halloween 2, 1981, Halloween H2O, 1998, Halloween Resurrection 2002. So that made four with Halloween 2018 being her fifth and Halloween Kills being her sixth. So before this new trilogy, mm-hmm. she's been in just as many movies. So I think a lot of the fans would love to see these Danielle Harris and Jamie Lee Curtis actually be in a Halloween movie together. They've never been in an actual Halloween movie. So that would be super cool. So... I don't know if Halloween Ends has been filmed or not. I heard it has, and then I heard it hasn't. But with it coming out next year, 2022, I'm sure that this movie has already been filmed, so I don't know if Danielle Harris is going to be in it, but it'd be cool if she was. Anyways, I'm rambling on about (laughs) dreams. More to come. Yeah, dream (laughs) scenarios here. But regardless, if you're a fan of Halloween movies... You will not be disappointed with Halloween Kills. It is definitely up there on the top ranking list of Halloween movies. When you and and we're not the only ones that think that. Like mm-hmm. even all these like websites, even all these horror pages, Bloody Disgusting has even said it too. Halloween Kills ranks up there with Halloween 2018 and the very original. So that shows you right there that this movie was really freaking good. Um, so if you've not had to, the chance to check it out, I definitely recommend you checking it out, uh, especially if you're a huge Michael Myers fan. I mean, mm-hmm. obviously, I don't know anybody who's not a Michael Myers fan. Uh, Who doesn't at least know who Michael Myers is. Yeah, I mean, he's he's a part of pop culture. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, you can't, everybody knows who Michael Myers is. Now, if I had to review this movie one out of ten, I'm going to let you... Give your one out of ten on it first, okay. and then I'll give mine. And you t- you say, like, what you loved about it and what you thought the negatives were. So after initially seeing the movie, I probably would have given it a seven and a half. Mm-hmm. But now having seen Halloween 2018 after the fact, had I seen that movie before, I would have given Halloween Kills a much higher ranking. So probably... I'd go with an 8.5 out of 10. And what what did you like about it? I liked that how they tied everything in. That's one of my favorite things with franchise movies when they play on each other. I love when they play homage back to movies prior to its time. Yeah. That's so so I loved that the producer did that. Um the acting was good. <laughs> the the storyline was Very on good. point. Yeah. Again, cliffhanger at the end. Didn't expect the ending. I mean, there really wasn't much 
other than the lack of suspense, I feel like I could have been a little more on the edge of my seat. But so that's where my deductions are. Is it kept me entertained, but right. I wanted more of the thrill of it all. Halloween Kills, if I had to give it a 1 out of 10, I'd have to say I'd give it an 8.5 too. Uh, just because I do like the fact, same reason you do, I do like the fact that they tied everything in and not not many horror movies can actually pull that off. Only one that really comes to mind how they pull everything, like loose ends, everything, do not skip a beat. There's actually two that come to mind. The Saw movies and the Scream movies. They're very, very good about that. Now you can put Halloween on top of that list. But the thing I liked about this movie, it was a complete thrill ride. It was completely fun. Michael Myers was the most brutal he's ever been. Stone Cold Killer. The only disappointments I had with it was there was no interaction between Jamie Lee Curtis and Michael Myers. Mm -hmm. It's like me and you talked about. But I also don't blame the fact that it was the producers or the movie itself. It's... It happens with movies whenever it's the second one. You know what I mean? It's just when you have the second one, you're setting up for the third. So it's just it just falls in that. I don't know what that word is I'm looking for, but it kind of falls in that obscurity about it. It like you know it's a filler to set up the end. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I think the movie was awesome. Definitely eight point five. Definitely was not disappointed. So. I think that's going to wrap this episode of the VIP Horror Podcast. And you guys can catch us next time. See you later. See ya.